one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show, I sit down with leading longevity authority and Czech practitioner Troy Casey, also known on social media as the Certified Health Nut. We dive into his nine foundational pillars of health from his new book, Ripped at 50, and get into a variety of exciting health hacks ranging from Amazonian superfoods to urine therapy and finding your purpose and everything in between. I had a blast recording this episode, and I think you'll love it too. You can learn more about Troy Casey, and if you feel called to do so, pick up a copy of his fantastic book at www.rippedat50book.com. That's R-I-P-P-E-D-A-T-5-0-B-O-O-K.com. And if you guys get any value from the Biohacking Secrets Show, whether it's this episode or another one that you've listened to in the past, my ask is that you go on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review and let us know. That's how we help share this information for free and how new people can find it. It's through your reviews and you telling other people that you enjoy it and letting them know on social media. So we really, really appreciate that. Um, And yeah, one last thing, we have two spots open in our high-level coaching program, which is the most comprehensive health and human performance program in existence. The way that we do it, we believe in testing, not guessing. So we start every client out with a metabolic assessment, figuring out their nutrient status, what deficiencies may be holding them back from peak performance. We have microbiome analytics, including dysbiosis and pathogen screening, looking for bacteria and parasites that could be decreasing your digestive efficiency. We teach you how to identify food sensitivities and immune health. Like immune health has become such a big part of the the, the forefront of global consciousness right now. We're realizing with what's happened with coronavirus that our immune system is one of the foundational pillars of health. But do you really know how to assess the efficacy and health of your immune system? We teach you how to do that. We also include comprehensive blood hormonal testing, figuring out what is your biological age through scientific testing, and other cool things like functional genomic analysis that take the health of your mitochondria, how well you make energy through the Krebs cycle, and uh, your genetics, and finding what are your unique strengths and weaknesses, and how do you leverage those to get the most out of your body and brain and maximize your quality of life. So if you want to learn more about our coaching program and possibly apply, you can do that at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. And once you apply, you'll be able to find a time on uh, my team's calendar to have a conversation and see if the coaching program is a fit. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Troy Casey. Troy Casey, welcome to the Biohacking Secrets Show. Dude, I'm so stoked to be here, man. I'm stoked to have you. Such a great time to be alive. I mean, how exciting is it? It is. It is. I was just telling a friend, I'm not sure how she interpreted it, but she was asking how I was doing. And I said, honestly, I I feel like I thrive in, in this quarantine life. I kind of enjoy the chaos and I enjoy seeing how this is all going to unfold and and how quickly 
all of us can adapt to thrive in this new world. Well, and that's the thing. There's so many variables that it could go one way or it could go the other way. And I was talking to my client just before uh, I got on and I was just like, she wasn't handling it very well. And I'm like, pop in an Epsom salt bath, calm the nervous system. Uh, and then we'll talk after afterwards. But, you know, that is the feminine, you know, the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. And traditionally, I mean, as, as, as uh, tribesmen or, you know, paleo man, you know, there was plenty of unknowns. We didn't know, you know, the variables that, that, that were going to come down the pipeline and anything could happen. So the idea was to stay in that emergent present moment reality and just take it as it comes. Um, and <coughs> excuse me, who went down the wrong side? <coughs> excuse me. What do you, what do you got going on there? He's, mm. he's drinking out of a, a Mason jar filled with a slightly opaque liquid. <laughs> little little lemon water all right nice so uh so yeah the unknown you know i think for me it raises my vibration um my hairs are on uh, on edge i'm ready you know for anything that comes down the pipeline and so and it allows me to be in that emergent present moment reality because i'm not just waking up getting taking a shower getting ready for work and it's like everything's changing moment to moment gas prices are plummeting i saw Gas prices are down in California to $2.99. We haven't seen that in 10 years. The next day I come out, it's $2.74. That's 25 cents in one day. Oh my God. It's just like, what's happening? And our whole economy is pegged to the petrodollar. So it's just like everywhere you look is, you know, potential change. And guess what? We've trashed the air, the water, and the soil. So we have to change. We get to change everything right here, right now. So what can we do? The pollution is ended in three, in three weeks here in Los Angeles County. It was horrific for many, many, many years. Within three weeks, we've completely transformed that. What else can uh, human beings do? We're extremely adaptive. We're extremely innovative. You know, if the, if the Wright brothers could fly like an eagle and everybody said that that was impossible, what else can we do? Yeah, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless at the expense of sounding cliche. And I think what's one of the things that's most impressive about this whole situation is how quickly it has happened, how quickly just shutting down some of the, the stuff that we were pumping into the atmosphere, you know, through our vehicles, through, through some of these manufacturing processes and, and you know, even, even the, the oil industry, the, the earth has bounced back so quickly. I mean, I've noticed in the past month, birds chirping everywhere. All of a sudden, and I live in Delray Beach, Florida, all of a sudden we've got giant lizards everywhere that I've never seen in the past three years living here. All of this is happening in the past month. It's like wildlife and everything has been, has been resurrected. And like, so with some of this uncertainty and some of these adaptations that we're making, there's a tremendous amount of good and almost a, uh, a resetting, a rebirth that's happening. And, and, and there's beauty in that uncertainty. Uh, absolutely. And I think, uh, I think the opposite of that really has, has hindered everything. These status quo industries that are keeping everything in place. And so we clean the atmosphere in a short amount of time. The, the, the oil futures market is going, they, they, they basically it costs more money to store oil now. So, so it went, it went below zero. 
So mm-hmm. something like that. I heard like that. So the bottom line is our whole energy system on the planet is up for renewal. You know, we no one was willing to have the conversation. I worked in the Amazon many years as a medicine hunter. No one not wanted to have the conversation. Oil exploration is the number one deforestation component in the Amazon rainforest. So, so people didn't want to have the conversation. Oil will never end, not in my lifetime, not in 50 years, not in 100 years. Yet, that is the very thing that needs to change if you're looking at proxy wars, if you're looking at military industrial complex usurping natural resources from Iraq, Syria, Darfur, Sudan, uh, Libya. These will all or oil wars. And so and then you look at the pollution, you know, uh, since the pollution, the acid rain chemical surface runoff from pesticides and herbicides. What do they use to stick those chemicals to the, to the plants? They use petrochemical byproducts. What do they use in pharmaceutical drugs? Petrochemical byproducts. Xenoestrogens are affecting men and uh, uh, their hormone imbalances, creating infertility. Petrochemical byproducts, it's all related. And so how can we reverse engineer our situation until be, before we become the dodo bird? Yeah, I mean, there's been there's been a huge change in 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 human health. It's like the first time that that kids are not expected to live longer than their parents. And there's really only a few things that have changed exponentially. Like there's there's a lot more BS in you know our water and our food and all that. But the plastic exposure, radiation, in you know the form of EMFs, and you know we'll talk a little bit about five G and glyphosate exposure. Those are like the three big things that have increased exponentially in the past few years. And, um, yeah, I, I think some of these shifts that are taking place right now are going to be extremely helpful for, it might be like one step back for two steps forward. Um, yeah. Have you, have you read Pottinger's cats or do you know of the price Pottinger foundation? I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. Fill us in. Well, he did studies on, uh, commercial food, uh, on cats, you know, most people don't realize this, but, but cats and dogs are supposed to eat raw meat. Mm-hmm. And so, and of course we're feeding them the same type of processed garbage that we have. And I think, uh, I think they did, uh, four generations of cats. And I think a generation for a cat's like 10 years. So in a very short amount of time, you know, the first time, the, the first year there, uh, um, there was uh, a little bit of, you know, hair loss, premature aging. The second year, there was some teeth crowding. Uh, the third year, there was uh, infertility. And then they became sterile within the fourth generation of the cats. And so uh, Weston A. Price, who did all the research on dentists and junk food or sugar and, and grains and stuff like that, also they, they joined forces. And so they have the Price Pottinger Foundation. That's that's right. Uh, yeah, Weston A. Price in his book "Nutrition and Physical Degeneration." Yeah, fascinating. So, right before we jumped on, you were uh, you were yelling at at one of your clients to get in an Epsom salt bath immediately, and uh, maybe you can fill us in on what she you know what she said to you to initiate that recommendation, and then why you gave that that recommendation for the listeners. Well, she has uh, she has a beauty salon, and she's out of work. And uh, 
she was stressing out about uh, about that, and she couldn't make uh, good decisions. She was flip. She was she was flipping out, and she had cold sores, and so she was showing me the cold sores. And I'm go- about to go on this call with you, and so I'm just like, in the meantime, just get in a hot Epsom salt bath by any means necessary, because I've I've noticed over the years, and and usually the big litmus test if you're magnesium deficient is try four to six pounds of Epsom salts, depending on the size of the, uh, of the person, um, you jump in there. If you got the ability add uh, baking soda and hydrogen peroxide, for some reason that cleans the energetic field of the body. And you just feel so clear and you sleep like a baby, uh, if you do it just before you go to bed. Um, so I just told her to do that and, and hopefully somehow get her grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm a big fan of that as well. And I find it, especially after like a busy day, very calming and a great way to reset and slow everything down. Um, so tell us a little bit about the, the documentary that you were in, what was it called? What was it about? And and I think we're going to have, um, we're going to have some commonalities we can discuss on this. (laughs) So Sky Cowens, uh, is a documentary filmmaker, uh, content creator. She worked, for BuzzFeed. So she's a true journalist. She goes out, she interviews people that she wants to learn subjects on, and then um, she tests it on herself uh, and or maybe others, sometimes her cameraman as well. And uh, she uh, did that famous video with the Yes Men and uh, Wim Hof. So she was one of the she was one of the millennials that went up to Poland uh, uh, with the Yes Men, and and Wim is advancing his consciousness as well. During that video, he was like, "Let's do mind over matter," and so uh, they didn't do a, the breathing first. He just chucked him in the ice cold water. I think they did ten minutes right out of the gate, and so. Uh, so anyhow, that, that was in February of last year. I, I've known her over the years, and I saw her at Bhakti Fest, which is a yoga festival here in, in Southern California. And she interviewed me. Uh, she was kind of doing an investigative journalist thing, you know, are, are hippies happy type of thing. Uh, and um, we talked about urine therapy. Again, I'm not a big promoter of that. I just do it, and I'm okay to talk about it. Um, but I'm, and I made some videos many, many years ago. My marketing team doesn't want me making any more videos. They want, they don't want me to get kicked off of YouTube. So, (laughs) um, so, but she, she wanted to do that and she wanted, she, she wanted to talk about that. So we talked about that on the Bhakti Fest, uh, video and it got like 350,000 views. So she called me up and she wanted to do a day in the life and, um, and obviously for clickbait and the thumbnail, you know, she put, I do aged urine as well. It's one of the major things that clean parasites up in my gut, uh, aged urine enemas. And so, um, she wanted to cover that and lo and behold, that became the, the clickbait name to the video and, uh, and the thumbnail. And so, but in it, you know, I go through a day in the life and, you know, to me, all this stuff is just normal. Um, I'm trying to calm my nervous system because we're asked to fit our primal man, our square peg into a round hole, this paper chasing fiat currency debt slave system. Uh, and we're domesticated, living in four walls, you know, eating, uh, uh, denatured food, et cetera, et cetera. And so I've had to 
figure out all this esoteric and ancient knowledge just to get my vibration online so I can be out there and presentable. So, so I don't just self-medicate myself with alcohol and drugs to feel okay enough to fit my square peg in, in, in the round hole of, of life. And so, uh, so she filmed it and she's an amazing journalist. I mean, she is a real true, uh, journalist, uh, by every sense of the, uh, the word. And so, uh, so, and we covered that Pida, which is ancient uh, Chinese medicine, where they slap, you know, for, for like 10 minutes, they, they slap the back of the, your knees where all five meridians go through. They, they slap the inside of your, of your elbows. They can do under the arm as well. And they do the inside of uh, the knees. And it's like getting a tattoo or childbirth. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely powerful. And, uh, I had a little glitch in my knee and it was gone vaporized. And one of my uh, friends, uh, who's a CrossFitter, really hot, uh, girl. I know this Argentinian girl. And she said, uh, uh, her knees used to click all the time and she's in her, she's in her late twenties and she had the pita done and it vaporized, you know, no more, no more glitches in her knees. And so, uh, so I, I figured, Hey, the cameras are going to be rolling. We covered so much in that day. We did Qigong. We did ice baths. We worked out at Gold's Gym, uh, all my nutrition stuff and superfoods and the herbs and all of that stuff. We covered fasting. Uh, and then towards the end, we covered the aged urine and, and, uh, and, my, and my Shivambu practice. All right. I'd like to hear a little bit more about Shivambu because that's a, a term I haven't heard before. But um, it was it was funny because you did uh, an interview with uh, Carrie Jack of the Happy Hustle podcast, who's a part of our team here at Biohacking Secrets. And afterwards, he was telling me about he's like, oh, my gosh. And then he was you know, we talked about urine therapy and he was like, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been doing that for years. He's like, what? <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to ask you because part of, you know, part of what led me to it, of course, it's a, a an Ayurvedic and, you know, Indian practice that's been around for, for thousands of years. But what, what led me to even consider something like that was part of my journey was in, in 2011, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Yep. And, um, and, and so I had to look for some unconventional ways to boost my immune system. And a lot of the, the anecdotal and experiential research that I was looking at around urine therapy was showing that sometimes exposing your body to some of these pathogens and, and the, the structure of the water that comes out in the form of urine can actually help get an immune response that maybe didn't happen at the first exposure. I was curious, what, what was it or what part of your story got you to a place that you were willing to consider drinking your own urine? Cause I think we're in a very rare breed of people. Well, um, so I started drinking my urine about 16, 17 years ago. And I was just, I was working in the Amazon with an herbal company at the time. And, uh, I was already into so much esoteric, you know, I work with Maori healers that step on you. They're, they're, they're known as the bone crushers and they're like 300 pounds too. Um, I've been rolfed like 60 times. Um, I was just into, you know, things that were go going to help me optimize and help me balance. And somehow uh, urine therapy, 
urine therapy came across the desk and I tried it and I actually liked it. Uh, and so I've been drinking it, you know, uh, for the last 17 years or so. But a, a few years ago, I was having challenges in my marriage and uh, one of my friends came over and taught me uh, Leonard Orr style uh, breath work. And, uh, and he had cured himself of testicular cancer. Now he was a Swedish national and he was an American as well, but, uh, he, he carried two passports and they're, uh, they obviously have socialized medicine. So in his early thirties, he went to Sweden to get chemo, uh, and to get this cancer out of his body. And after the first round of chemo, they said, uh, um, um, oh, we're, we're sorry. It didn't work. We're going to have to take your lymph nodes out. And he was smart enough to go, uh, I think I need my lymph nodes. And, uh, he went home and he said, look, I, I'll figure it out for myself. And he went home and, uh, uh, he searched the internet and he came across urine therapy and then looped his urine for three weeks. So he fasted on his urine only for three weeks and he came back there and they couldn't find the cancer. And they, they were like, what did you do? And he told them that. And they just wrote him off as crazy. So he became a huge advocate. So when we started hanging out, he, he challenged me on a seven-day urine fast. And I think three or four of the days, I filmed part of it. And I put it up on my YouTube channel. It's pretty easy to find if you want to find it. And so he turned me on to aged urine, which is a whole other level. Um, and uh, extremely powerful, especially topical. Uh, but I also did the age urine enemas. And I was very surprised because I had black mold exposure and I had autoimmune Lyme-esque um, um, symptomology, nothing I could put my finger on. I know all the doctors would have all the tests in the world. And I just heard all the stories over the years. It's so hard to pinpoint. So I told myself flat out, I'm going to heal this by any means necessary. I'm going to figure it out. So I really bumped up my Qigong, uh, my, my, my foundation principles, my nine pillars of health that I put in my book, you know, hydration, sleep movement, really focused on my purpose really went back to basics and, 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 and did the, the medical Qigong daily, uh, really got into breath work and then the urine therapy. I also had five smart meters, uh, on the back of my living room. Um, when I was living in this house that had Stracobotrys and Aspergillus penicillium, which is, you know, really powerful mold spores. And so, uh, and I moved out, was exposed from 2010 to 2013. And then I moved out and uh, uh, the recovery started, you know, and it was very slow. I ha had that in my body. In fact, recently I felt it come back into my body. And so I'm probably going to do another run on some age urine enemas. Uh, I got back into hydrogen peroxide therapy. Um, and so I'll just keep toying with it, bump up my, my obviously sleep, you know, my nutrition's always on point. Uh, but there's always things that I can tweak, but you know, I got back into shape and I built musculature in my body at 50 years old. So I applied all the principles that I did. And for the most part, 
most of my autoimmune symptomology was gone. And I had weird neurological dysfunction. If you have Lyme, you know what I'm talking about. Weirdo arthritis going from one joint to the next, up in your groin, outside of your hip. You're like, whoa, you know, chronic fatigue. I mean, it, it, it was extremely difficult to deal with. And, uh, you know, now I, I, I beat it uh, pretty hardcore. So when the symptomology starts coming up, I know that I need more rest. We're also in a very hustle and grind society. Uh, another thing that I enjoy about coronavirus is that frenetic energy, that frenetic discordant energy, those frequencies, you know, they're going to mess with your own harmonics, your own homeostasis. And so uh, I just keep going back to basics, back to basics. And urine therapy is one of those basics. Look, I don't believe in the panacea, but if it were to exist, it would sit to me, it would come from you, right? If the panacea was to exist, it, it should be some kind of endogenous uh, element that you can employ if you're out in the wild, for example. Mm-hmm. Element, or I would even add frequency. Yes, there you go. And if you look at urine therapy, that's exactly what it is. It's the it's the biofrequency, it's the neurofeedback um, um, of your own antibodies. Hey, this mm-hmm. is a neurofeedback of what's going wrong with you. The human being body is an all-knowing self-healing mechanism, in my humble opinion. And mm-hmm. so uh, when you fe- give it a direct feedback loop, it knows how to correct itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, we're, the the more we start to understand this science, the more we realize that, you know, our urine contains, as you mentioned, these, these antibodies that are a result of the different pathogens that we've been exposed to and how our immune system has responded. But on top of that, we're now seeing that, and this, this links to the, um, you know, our electromagnetic environment, we're seeing that water actually holds the charge of our electromagnetic environment. And, uh, and, and, you know, our urine is, is reintroducing that, that charge to our body and giving our immune system a chance to, uh, to respond in a way that maybe perhaps it didn't the first time around. You also remind me, and it seems like there's a lot of commonalities with people that have dealt with like mold or um, different neurological issues or mystery illness. Um, there's there's this common occurrence where you know they were living in a place where they were exposed to mold until they started looking at what was going on, and um, and and then this is right at a time where the amount of radiation that we're exposed to was exploding. And there's, you know, looking back in hindsight, it makes sense because there's studies coming out showing 600 times more biotoxin production from mold in a high EMF environment, you know? So if you're in a place that's got a lot of Wi-Fi routers and you're on your phone all the time, those, those biotoxins that you're exposed to are going to be much greater. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's cool. I, I, I like, like you, I haven't publicized much around, around urine therapy or recommended it to any clients, but it is, it is something that I've done. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about your book ripped at 50 and, and specifically like the nine foundational pillars that, uh, that, you know, after everything that, that you've tried, you've distilled it down to these pillars um, maybe you could share some of those with us and, and, and what helped you come to, uh, you know, sort of determining what's a pillar and what's a, uh, you know, what's a shout and what's a whisper, what's a yeah. pillar and what's a, what's a distraction. Yeah. So, um, you know, in physics, they call it first principles, 
Elon Musk talks about this as well. You know, you got to boil it down to what's essential. And so, um, so I go through the nine pillars, you know, water is essential. You're drinking it right now. It's, uh, you're 70% water. So you want to replenish it and you want that water to be clean. You don't want it to be full of chloride, chlorine, chloramide, fluoride, fluoramine, you know, all these heavy metals, et cetera. You want your water to be clean. So that's basic water principle. You're mostly water and you need to hydrate. You know, the good marker has been said in the past, half your body weight in ounces per water is a good marker. If you exercise more, if it's hotter, a little bit more or a little bit less. So, but basically you want to replenish the waters of your body, the waters of your brain. I think the brain is like 90% water. So you want to replenish those waters daily. Same thing can be said with nutrients. What's replicating your spinal cord, your eyeballs, your nose hairs? Well, that comes from nutrition, from the earth, through photosynthesis, turned into chlorophyll, which is an exact same match to your hemoglobin. So eating greens or eating animals that eat greens, and everybody dies and goes back and feeds the soil, and those microbes in the soil break down the minerals, and then it's uptaked by the uh plants, which are carnivorous. This is the closed organic life cycle. Life eats life. So it's good that we understand that and accept that and, and really harmonize uh, with real food. Then you've got uh, sleep. There's been a lot of research on circadian rhythms. So uh, we rise and fall. Our hormones are harmonized with the rise and the fall of the celestial realms. So harmonizing your circadian rhythms cleaning up your, your, your sleep hygiene. It's very important. So I go, I go through that movement. Exercise is a necessity, not a luxury. The purpose of exercise is to move the lymph. The lymph moves the lymphocytes, which is uh, fueled by the water. And this is boosts your immune system. So exercise is essential. So, and then not only that, but what type of exercise? So my number one exercise for human beings, especially because we're living in such a stressed out environment right now, is walking. It's the way the human body is designed to move through time and space. It's one of the best, best de-stressing exercises. So you're also going to cover all your de-stressing factors. And I, and I have uh, the seven factors of, of stress in my book as well, which is very important to recognize so you can manage and mitigate that. And so walking or gentle Qigong is going to manage and mitigate a lot of your, your, your stressors. Sleep is going to manage and mitigate your stressors. High quality uh, nutrition is going to manage, manage and mitigate your stressors. Water is going to manage and mitigate your stressors. So again, back to, back to the nine pillars. And then you've got, you've got thinking. We've got 90,000 thoughts per day. And so it's a good idea if a lot of those are negative and programmed by your industrial age school system, your religion and, and, and your... Uh, um, uh, the media that you've been programmed by, you might want to reverse engineer some of that stuff. Meditation obviously is handy. It's a tough sell. I got to tell you to a lot of clients. So uh, psychedelics are another good one. Lots of research on psychedelics um, and, and, and hypnosis and affirmation. So hit it at every angle that you can possibly hit it. You know, the bottom line is, is you are a true champion. You're a child of God. You're an all-knowing self-healing mechanism. So however you reprogram the waters of your mind, just, just do it. Pump that positivity and just know that you can go out into the wild, into the world of today, and you can handle anything. You know, so, so, so reprogram the thoughts. So thoughts are very important. Breathing mechanics. Breathing is the first level of nutrition. Breathing in sunlight. Optimizing that. 
Then how important is grounding? If you're looking at electromagnetic radiation and pollution and that, that is a stress. So nature is a huge component. Sunlight, which comes with nature. Wild water. Wow, how powerful is that? Grounding, barefoot grounding. Uh, uh, forest bathing. And so, uh, and then relationships. We're in relationship to everything, including our sacred mirror, which is our relationship with our, our significant other and or our family. That's a sacred mirror. It's not that those guys are assholes. That's mirroring back what you need to look at your own shadow and to help you integrate. And then finally, and I, I, this is the biggest part of my work and what I do with men, and I have my, my, my men's group I meet with every Friday night on, on, online, and when COVID's off, I usually meet them in person. We light a fire, do some ice baths. Uh, but most important is the purpose, the dream, the legacy. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. And it's very important that men have purpose. Otherwise, they go around aimlessly, idle, uh, idle hands are the devil's work, right? So when you're focused on your dream, your purpose, and your legacy from your heart's desire, not some cockamamie idea on how you're going to monetize your life, what your heart desires. We all have gifts, unique gifts from the creator. And when we honor those, then you can live on purpose. Or as Joseph Campbell uh, talks about, you know, uh, 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 live your bliss. And so, um, but we don't have training in this. You know, we, we don't have training in this. We have training in industrial age school system to sit down, shut up, and you'll get a good job. And when the bell rings, you can go to your lunch break. And so it's like that Pavlovian, you know, and I'm an entrepreneur. It's like that Pavlovian response. And luckily I got kicked out of every school that I ever went to. And, and um, you know, I, I excelled when I was going to schools that I, I wasn't forced to go in. And so, and then the great school of life, and I was fortunate enough to become a model and I traveled the world, which is the best education in my humble opinion. Only 5% of Americans hold passports. And so, so you get out there and you figure out your dream, your purpose and your legacy, and then you lead and you're guided with that. Now, that doesn't mean that you just because you, you, you want to become a great horse wrangler or you want to become a skydive captain that you're going to own your plane tomorrow, but start working towards your dream and you use your legacy your purpose and your dream to guide your actions and you start moving in the direction of that. And then everything else falls in place. Uh, your dream team emerges as you stay committed. So again, purpose is the most important thing a man needs to have. I do believe that the feminine attributes, um, the feminine attributes, you know, having children and nourish, nourishing and nurturing the children is a very important job. It's a super important job. How do I know this? I played Mr. Mom. It ruined me hormonally when I was going through the black mold house. Uh, my second child came and for the three years after that, you know, one of my businesses tanked. My wife said, I'll go back and build my business. She resented me for it. It ruined me hormonally. And the kids didn't want to be with me anyways. They wanted to be with her. And so I think we have natural roles. And not that women can't be incredible business people. My, my wife is an incredible business person. But the fact of the matter is, is the, the children need their mother. And who is, who is nourishing the children? And what has happened to the food supply since feminism has come along? 
And so again, I'm not, it, it's not, um, this isn't about misogyny or, or, you know, not that women and men can't share roles. I, as I said, I became Mr. Mom. I'm an incredible dad, but I could not fill that void. And so I think it's a good idea to recognize that we have that masculine and feminine traits within inside of us and to balance those two forces always, inhalation, exhalation, uh, anabolic, uh, catabolic, uh, inhalation, exhalation, masculine, feminine, yin, yang. It's always about balancing that. These are the elements that I put in the book with the nine pillars and the seven factors of stress. And so to put all that together and be honest with ourselves and where we're at, I think is uh, very important. And so again, these are basically foundation principles, you know, a good understanding of who and what we are here in the third dimension. What's up guys, Anthony DiClemente here and this message is brought to you by Buy Optimizers. So a few years ago, I was in a frustrating situation after just about every meal, I would experience gas, bloating, stomach distension, constipation, even diarrhea. And this three month gut reset protocol completely changed the game. I'd tried a ton of things, nothing had really worked that well until I did this. So what I did was I combined masszymes Bioptimizer's enzyme formulation that helps to break down protein and increase your own immune system's effectiveness with their probiotic at a specific dosage of 10 capsules of masszymes with five capsules of the P3OM probiotic taken in the morning on an empty stomach and then at night on an empty stomach. And right away, I started seeing some positive improvements. Then I added another six capsules of the masszymes and three capsules of the P3OM probiotic before each meal. And a few months of that, specifically three months, nine bottles worth, my gut was almost completely fixed. Throwing a little bit of gasoline on the fire, I made sure to fast for 14 to 16 hours between dinner and my first meal the next day to increase autophagy, upregulate the immune system, and help clear out some of the other viruses, bacteria, even parasites that can inhabit our, our gut. And that made a massive difference for me. And if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, it will probably make a massive difference for you. So if you guys wanna check out that gut reset protocol, it requires nine bottles of the masszymes, nine bottles of the P3OM, and you can get it at buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. We've got all the discount codes already applied and put together a nice, a, a nice way for you guys to save on the package when you go there. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M, izers.com slash biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. And you'll see the three month gut reset protocol that includes nine bottles of masszymes and nine bottles of P3OM. Take it as recommended and you will see a huge improvement in your gut health. Check it out. There's a big difference between misogyny and an appreciation of polarity and, and, and a recognition of, you know, masculine energy doesn't necessarily mean that the person exuding that has to be a man. It's just mm -hmm. a recognition of these different energies and, and, and that they are one another's counterpart. If um, let's say, let's go back. Well, in saying that, I just do want to say something. Yeah. So when my, when my, one of my businesses went down, it was actually the success of my business. Uh, we brought on consultants, then we shifted to another uh, company, uh, and basically I worked my, uh, myself out of a paycheck. I actually, it was actually cause of success. And so she, my wife went back and built her business and basically put on her man pants. And what happened was a lot of the decisions that I feel 
I probably should have been making. I just deferred uh, to my wife and I figured she was taking on too much role of the masculine and it wasn't balanced. It wasn't balanced for her and it wasn't balanced for me. I couldn't find my bearing, my primal instincts as a man. It wasn't until I got divorced from my ex-wife and I've recently remarried her and put my family back together, but it wasn't until I got divorced, I grew out my hair and I was just like, you know what, whatever I was doing as a domesticated human being, fuck that. I'm going to figure this shit out. I had business coaches and all this stuff. And I was just like, you know what? As a man, I'm going to figure it out. And so, and what I did is I just did that. Now what I tell my wife, you know, for, 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 for better or for worse, I got this. I'm going to figure it out. And lo and behold, my business just took off and soared. And that was attractive to, to my wife and, and, and where, were we, where were we were at. So I'm just saying a recipe for disaster is altruistic as you can be. And, you know, my wife was good industrialist. But the fact of the matter is, is I needed to put on those man pants. I needed to pony up and figure out, you know what? Well, boom, I got this. Yeah. And so, so that's how things worked out. And again, I put all this in the old book. And, uh, you know, I map it out with great detail. We, we, we end the book going back to the jungle and drinking ayahuasca and getting married, um, um, at the end of the book. So it, it has all of the, the trials and tribulations. The book's not about my physique, by the way, it's, it, my, the book is about, you know, what is ultimately possible for human beings. Yeah. So, um, ripped at 50 book.com. And, uh, I appreciate you sending that over. I got to read some of it and, and it, it's fantastic. Um, you're also what, one of the things that I respect about you is that you live, eat, breathe this stuff and don't rest on your laurels and accept, uh, you know, ah, I, I know enough. It seems like you're always pushing and experimenting and trying new things and discarding what uh, what doesn't work and uh, and and keeping what does so that you could share it with other people. So um, I, I do re respect that as opposed to um, you know it, it's pretty easy these days to just regurgitate information and not necessarily put yourself through the challenges of experimenting and the discomfort that comes with some of these. Uh, uh, adaptive, uh, practices. Um, for, let's say someone's listening and they resonate with it's, it's, it's a man, um, or a woman who's in a relationship where they've lost that polarity. Um, I was going to ask you if you were still with your partner, when you were telling the story and you answered, you said you guys got divorced and then, you know, got back together. Um, what, what advice would you have for a couple that had lost their polarity and was unsure if uh, the relationship was repairable or even what they needed to do to give it a, a, a chance. So, you know, I, I, I think we really need to look at our cultural elements that were, that were here. So I'll go a little big picture on this and bring it home. So feminism started in, you know, it was really brought to, to the forefront of American culture in 1973. And if you look at Gloria Steinem's book, and this is, this is well-documented as well, but it's in her book, she worked with the CIA. They wanted two people to enter into the uh, tax structure. And lo and behold, that's what's happening right now. Two 
both the mother and the father need to work just to uh, sustain themselves. I say this because my father had uh, a, a union job, just a regular job working in a newspaper, third shift, and he made $18,000 a year and bought a house with that type of money. My mother didn't start working till 1979 and, and she didn't even need to start working then. Uh, she kind of did it as a hobby. And so, uh, so the, and my mom brought us up and cooked for us and all that stuff. And so um, things have really changed. You know, now two people, especially since 2007, 2008, uh, they played with the money again. And people are running on that rat wheel faster and faster, just trying to make ends meet. And so this causes a major, major stress on the human body. And if you look at divide and conquer, divide and conquer is the oldest trick in the book. If you are, um, you know, a global entity and you want to control the people, well, then just play with the food and play with the money. And you're controlling people right at the dinner table. People are conf completely confused. They don't even know, you know, who they are. So, so I guess my point there is, is really understand the environment that you live in. If you're a man and you're listening to this, man historically has known what's on the horizon to eat and what's on the horizon to eat them or penetrate the tribal structure, penetrate the perimeter and, and harm the feminine, right? The women and the children. So really understanding that, really understanding our domesticated situation, for better or worse, there's no victim. So I'm not trying to play the victim at all. I'm just saying, let's be aware of where we're at and then let's navigate the terrain. And so uh, when we navigate the terrain, we, 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 we understand where we're at and then we work to do the best that, the, uh, that we can and rise above. So first and foremost, you got to know that the food supply has been uh, tampered with. Otherwise, you're going to get sick. 70% of the American people are obese and overweight. So you have to start uh, putting on your oxygen mask. If you have a partner uh, that is reflecting back to you that they're a pain in the ass, well, you got to look back in that mirror and ask yourself where you're a pain in the ass and then work to raise your frequency and vibration. So you could become the Zen master in front of that pain in the ass. And then that mirrors directly back to them so they can work on their own transformation. Um, and so uh, really take responsibility, personal responsibility for yourself. We're only healthy to the degree we're conscious and we're only conscious to the degree we're healthy. So look in that mirror, take the clothes off literally and figuratively naked in front of that mirror and ask yourself, who do you want to be? And, um, um, and, and, and begin from where you're at. Comparison is the thief of joy and perfection doesn't exist. So look in that mirror, look at yourself in the mirror. Where is it that I can start to shift? And if you're a family man, like I am, you want to hold your family together because I'm here to tell you at 50 years old, I got divorced and I was just like, Oh, you know, and then Chris Ryan's writing sex at dawn and Aubrey Marcus and Paul check are talking about polygamy. And, and I'm thinking, woo, freedom, baby. Right. You know, Tinder and Bumble are brand new. That wasn't around 10 years ago, you know, 12 years ago when I first got married. And so I was like freedom, you know, and then I dated a few girls and as soon as you have sex with a woman, you take on their whole emotional body. And I heard that when I was younger, but I didn't listen to that. But now I'm 50 and I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I just got out of a marriage. I'm not looking for anybody's problems. 
And so I soon realized and soon went celibate because I was like, I don't need anybody else's problems. I'm like, I'm just trying to solve my own problems over here. And then I've got these wonderful children that I love to death. And then you've got whole cottage industries that are set up around divorce and extracting the money out of people. And again, back to the feminism and the way of the culture. So I was like, fuck that. My prayers and my gratitude journal, and my gratitude journal is one of the things that helped me. Breath works another thing that helped me with the anxiety and the depression and the suicidal thoughts that I was, I was having at 50, approaching 50. So I'm 54 now, so this all happened quite a few years ago. But I was approaching all this stuff and, and, and just losing my cookies. And so I just went back to zero. I started practicing my gratitude journal. I uh, started practicing breath work so I could get out of my head. And then I started applying these principles. And then in my prayers in the morning, because once I got divorced, I had nobody else to look at but myself. And actually, I made my wife call for the divorce because I didn't want regrets. So she actually started going through her healing process as well. And luckily, a year into the divorce, she started drinking ayahuasca and started looking deeply into herself. And so we, I think we were, we were separated in total and completely divorced for two and a half years. And so in my journal, I started writing, you know, peace and harmony by any means necessary. I have to have peace with this woman because I'm married to her. She's my wife forever because I have these children. So I start, you know, that was my prayer, my constant prayer. And then as the book started to come out, uh, she's got a design background. She started helping me out with with the with with the book cover. I I I started getting closer to her, and and a lot of the healing that, that we were trying to heal, she 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 resented me because she had to go back to her industrial business, and so I started paying her to help me. I started doing better in my business, and I started paying her to help me, and we became closer. And we were still having the same patterns and arguments, uh, but we were getting closer. And then we started, we did five MEO DMT together and the, we, the toad? We, yeah, we, we did the toad and uh, we started getting really clear on a lot of things that were, were going on with us. And then I was offered a, a media contract to go down to Rhythmia and uh, they brought her down there as well. And, and, uh, and the rest is kind of history. And, you know, six months later, the honeymoon period's worn off and we're facing our shadow, but we're different people now. And we're committed, you know, to looking at ourselves much deeper. I think she's going to go do ayahuasca ceremony tonight. And, uh, you know, so, so we're committed. So my point is, is if you have access to the toad medicine, or if you can go down to Rhythmia and bring your wife, do that. You know, people complain about the expense, but you know what? It's a five-star resort, you know, and they've got all the, all the creature comforts, all the healing medicine, breath work with ayahuasca, colonics, massages, high-end five-star resort. I'll take you to, if you're a man, come to the Amazon with me, right? But if you're a couple and you can get it sorted out, go down to Rhythmia or go see a 5-MeO DMT shaman wherever it's legal. I'm not telling anyone to do anything illegal. Research this. Research Rick Strassman's scientific document, DMT, the spirit molecule. Joe Rogan did the voiceover for the movie. You know, get your hands on these materials and start looking at yourself deeper. The, psych the, the psychedelics are just a tool for you to do that. So my point is, is look in the mirror. You are 50% of the problem. So... 
act if you're a man, you know, I, I speak to men all the time, pony up on your manhood and take responsibility for the 50% of the stuff that was yours. That's what I did when uh, I had a wake up call. I was working with a client with the 5-MeO DMT, the frog. And uh, I was texting back and forth. We were a year into the divorce and she would try and control and manipulate me. And the next thing you know, it, it would just be like, fuck you. And then no, fuck you. And then I'm just like world war three. And I was like, I came out of that DMT experience going, whatever my 50% is just take it out. And a month later we got into a little tussle and, and, and she, I said, well, have you seen that? You know, I'm, I'm not engaging as much. She said, yeah, but don't expect anything from me. And the next weekend she started drinking ayahuasca and she came to the same epiphany. And then it was a year into that. So my point is, because psychedelics aren't, re- aren't right for all people at all times, uh, look in that mirror, take stock of yourself. If you give a rat's ass about your children, you might want to take a look at your own shadow. Because again, there's two forces on this planet, light, dark, yin, yang, masculine, feminine, inhalation, exhalation, catabolic, anabolic, and you got to have one to make the other. All the ancient sages have said, walk that razor's edge, walk the middle path. So look at yourself deeply, take responsibility and, and come at the game a little bit different now that you know that. This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day, and it even decreases in inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. It's great advice. In the past few years, I've I've used some of those tools as well. I did I did the toad in in 2018, and then went to Rhythmia and tried ayahuasca for the first time in a in, in a similar media arrangement. And I feel like ayahuasca was and and has been one of the greatest things I've ever done for myself. It's it's been extremely 
challenging, um, but also moments where you feel uh, that divine connection that I believe is 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 really one of the most one of the greatest blessings of life is is you know feeling that connection to everything. I knew it intellectually, and I believed it, but the feeling had been fleeting. And uh, some of these plant medicines allowed me to experience that connection and then to explore different parts of myself that were that were holding me back. And I still have a, a ton of work to do, but I, I found them really helpful. Um, let's talk a little bit more about, about the Ripped at 50 book. And if, if tell me about Troy Casey 20 years ago. What's in the book that that version of you needed to hear? Where you could be like, read this right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, I think the, the essence of it, you know, is in, is in the whole book, but, uh, because people on the internet ask me all the time. And I think my, 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 uh, answer differs from person to person, but I had an epiphany the other day and ultimately figure out that purpose, figure out that dream, because that's going to help guide you. I put it in the book in that, legacy section. I didn't know who I was. I got, you know, I was incarcerated as a youth. I was a ward of the state. Uh, I've been on my own since a a very young age. So I was 14. And so um, I didn't know who I was. I don't know anybody that really, you know, knows who they are and really goes after themselves until they do this type of work. So if I was to talk to my 30 year old, you know, 30 years ago, to my 20 year old self, I would say, figure out your dream, figure out your purpose. What do you truly want in life that doesn't have anything to do with money? You can figure out how to monetize it later, but ultimately you want to take that out of the equation because what you love to do is easily your genius. It's easy to monetize that on the back end. Most people never get to honor what their soul's desire is. And that's why you see the Michael Jordans, the Kobe's, the, um, the Elon Musk's, the, the, the people that are not, you know, the Tony Robbins, they find that gift uh, inside of them and then they go out there and give it and they crush it, you know? Um, and so figure out your purpose. In the book, I have three exercises. Uh, I'll give you a sneak preview of, of one of them. Just, hey, write your tombstone, right? Right write the statement that's going to say on your tombstone, you know, that's, that's one of the exercises. So you use those three exercises to create some type of I am statement. I am X, Y, and Z creating X, Y, and Z. And so the trap is, is how am I going to monetize that? And then then you use the, 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 the laws of alchemy, which are truth, love, and wisdom. So truth is looking in that mirror. Where are you at right now? And then love is where you want to be. And by law, when you hold the tension between those two things, by law, you get the wisdom. It bifurcates into the wisdom. Uh, you turn the lead into the gold. And so this is, this is Neoplatonic philosophy. This is alchemy. This is how life works. And so focus creates reality. The trap or the problem is, is that most people let go of their dream or they never define their dream or worse, they're not honest with themselves where they're at right now. And so they can get lost in the shuffle. And so 
love, truth, and wisdom. So what do you love? What, what, what's your dream? Where do you want to be? Uh, what do you want to create? And then get honest in that mirror with yourself. And that, that's going to create a tension and keep going back to where you're at with the mirror and, and stay steadfast on your dream. Don't let go of your dream. And that tension will create the wisdom, that triangle, love, truth, and wisdom. So that's, that's ancient alchemy, which FYI, guys, is magic. No different from the Wright brothers wanting to fly like an eagle. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've thought about it from the perspective of who do I want at my funeral and what do I want them to say about me, but I've never written my tombstone. And I think, I think that's a great place to start. And then, um, you know, I'll take it a little bit further with the other two components of, of that exercise in, in, in your book, ripped at 50 book.com. Um, before we kind of bring it home to a rapid fire round, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you, you spent some time uh, as an, an, in the Amazon as a medicine hunter. Um, what, besides some of the, the psychedelics, you know, ayahuasca and, and, and Bufo, I don't know if Bufo necessarily counts as a, <laughs> counts as a plant, but what, what do you believe to be some of the most sacred most beneficial plants that mother nature has provided us beyond ayahuasca, if you would consider that to be in that category. Well, how about tobacco? Tobacco is a severely sacred, sacred plant, right? That's the shaman's ally. What's the definition of a shaman? The shaman walks between both worlds, the spirit world and the physical plane, or in our modern world, it's the matrix and then the future of what your spirit wants to envision, right? So you're walking inside the matrix and then also where your heart's desire, my heart's desire, especially when we're going through the COVID virus and everyone's flipping out about Bill Gates and uh, uh, vaccine mandates that have porcine viruses and all sorts of other heavy metals and viruses that they want to inject people and 5G that's creating discordant energies, exacerbating, you know, lime and mold. Like, oh my God, hell on earth is coming. No, flip that yin yang coin right over. Peace on earth is coming. The world is going to God. The world is not going to hell. Okay. And so, and I'm calling that forth. Why? Because I say so. Right? Using the laws of alchemy, the Wright brothers wanting to fly like an eagle, Steve Jobs wanting to put a handheld computer in everybody's hands. You know, <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. No, I am not. And, and Steve Jobs is not an engineer. He didn't do any of the math to figure that thing out. He was the idea man, right? He was the idea man. Wright brothers, same thing. I want to fly like an eagle. I don't know how. Let's test it. Let's figure it out. Let's make kites and let's make wings like birds and all sorts of stuff. And just before they flew, uh, uh, another team crashed and the headlines of the newspaper said, man will never fly. I live near LAX and I see the planes take off every five minutes. Right. So whatever the mind can conceive and believe we can achieve. So, uh, did that answer the question? Yeah, I think so. What what type of tobacco do oh, oh, you utilize? Yeah, so, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I did go off sideways. <laughs> no, so, it's good. Uh, I, I like that. I, I, almost, I almost expounded, but then I was like, I want to hear more about some of these plants and herbs that you utilize. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I, I just wanted to bring up kind of one that's that's so sacred and and that and that's been bastardized. So another sacred plant is coca, right? And coca has been bastardized, stomped on, synthesized. And what does what does uh, corporate man want to do? It wants to because you can't patent nature, right? So you got to step on it, you got to shift it, change it around, and then you can patent it, and then you can own it, or or you can throw on a bunch of other uh, addictive chemicals and then uh, do some marketing around it. And then that's what commercial cigarettes are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, or, you know, cocaine and then, and stomp on it one more time, you make crack cocaine. Right. Mm -hmm. So these are very dangerous man-made creations, but the God made uh, substance is a very sacred plant. What's the purpose of tobacco? Tobacco is to clear negative energy. It's the shaman's ally which a definition of shaman is to walk between both worlds, spirit world and, and, and the material world. And if you know, I've been working with uh, Maori healers for many years and I've watched them uh, uh, exercise demons out of people. I've, I've witnessed over 60 exorcisms. And so, yeah, these, these negative entities do exist and tobacco they use in ayahuasca ceremonies, uh, smoke penetrates other dimensions. And so, they'll literally blow that smoke and clear that negative energy uh, on a patient during ceremony. So, and what's the other use for tobacco? Tobacco grounds you to the earth. So whether you're using tobacco snuff, the hape that goes up the nose, bam, it clears away whatever is not essential. And lo and behold, what's the nutrition in tobacco? Niacin, CoQ10, nicotine is a nootropic, uh, quercetin, very powerful nutrients that go into the brain. But bam, oh, that's what you feel is that niacin rush. Bam. So if you've got mold in your brain, like I did, right? Mycotoxins, off-gassing. You've got any kind of fungal infections or any poisons that are up in the nasal cavities. Blow that hape up there. Bam, oh. You know, my, bo my body naturally loves tobacco for whatever, for whatever reason, but lo and behold, I have the black mold exposure and that dried tobacco, that the, the tobacco snuff that goes up my nose did miracles for my brain, did miracles for my business, right? Whatever it was, it just cleared away everything that was non-essential and helped me focus on exactly what I did. Now, these are very addictive substances as well. Uh, and so you have to have respect and reverence for these plants when you understand their sanctity, their sacredness, uh, then they don't have dominion over you. I can pick it up or leave it down. If I smoke too much, I know that it builds residual up in my lungs. I like to exercise. I don't want that residual. So I use it uh, if and when I need to. And of course, the tobacco, uh, uh, the hape, uh, you don't smoke, it goes up the nose, but it's also highly addicting. It can dry out your joints as well. So there are tools. Remember, there's a yin and a yang to it. The uh, coca leaf is excellent nutrition. It has calcium for uh, 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 your bones at high elevations. It dilates the respiratory system, uh, again, for high elevation. So it's good, powerful nutrition. But again, you stomp on it, it creates cocaine. Cocaine, you use and it creates, uh, it blocks the reuptake of serotonin. And so uh, uh, that can be a very uh, addictive substance. So use these things in its most natural forms. So again, I just wanted to bring that into the sacredness of these plants. Tobacco is a very powerful plant spirit. Uh, but some of the other great plants are cat's claw. 
Cat's claw is world-renowned, stimulates macrophage phagocytosis. So it really uh, uh, jumpstarts the immune system, helps fight that cytokine storm. You can get cat's claw. Um, uh, uh, Uncaria tomatosa is the, is the, is the Latin name. Uh, you can find that uh, anywhere. You can find that at Walmart in tea right now. Pada arco is another one, antifungal. These plants are antifungal, antiparasitic, antimicrobial. They grow in the Amazon where it's very moist and insects are so powerful, they'll kill you, right? Parasites will colonize your, your lunch in the Amazon. That's why I love going down to the Amazon and drinking ayahuasca because you realize right then and there, you're not top of the food chain. You have to humble yourself when you go down there. And so, so these plants are naturally, uh, 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 powerful. They're extremely strong. Dragon's blood, Sangre de Drago, uh, Chuchuwasi, uh, Jataba, big, powerful trees. So when you take them into your body, you get powerful tree energy. Uh, you've got, and most of these plants, again, are antifungal, antimicrobial, uh, antiviral, because they have to be naturally that way. It's survival of the fittest, where Darwin figured that whole potential out. Things are fighting for their life. Little bit of sunlight on the on the floor of the Amazon. Millions of years of ecological development. So, cat's claw, camu camu, highest concentrated source of vitamin C. Uh, um, what is it? Stonebreaker. What's the name of that uh, plant? The uh, for for busting up kidney stones, right? Chanca piedra, which literally means uh, to break stones, right? Chanca piedra. So. Uh, uh, these plants are world renowned. You know, they, it breaks up excess calculi formations. Pada arco again, antiviral, antifungal. My my business partner built his uh, his dock in Jupiter, Florida, uh, where the manatees swim and everything. He built it out of pada arco because it won't rot. And so, when you make teas out of this and you drink it into your body, you know, it it kills all that fungus and that that. Those microbes don't flourish inside a body with a lot of Amazonian plants. So, uh, so, so there you have it. And there's lovely, lovely, great answer. What would, um, what would you say to someone listening right now? Who's on the fence about picking up a copy of, uh, your ripped at 50 book. Well, why do they want to grab it? What's in there? gold that we haven't, uh, that we haven't touched on. How will it change their, uh, their life experience or their body? Yeah. Well, you're, you're, whether you're healthy or sick man or woman, young or old, you still have to apply the nine pillars of health. And so if I can heal myself from autoimmune disease, at 50 years old and stack muscle, I'm obliterating most of what the information is out there because what's the information out there? Oh, you're aging, boost your testosterone, get on testosterone replacement therapy or worse. How about this? Oh, you can't get it up. We got Viagra, right? Well, how about you do this all endogenously? You are an all knowing self healing mechanism. When you have all these tools at the forefront, you have the ability to build a strong structure where you don't have a problem getting it up at my age. Um, you've got 20 year olds that are addicted to Viagra right now. You've got 70% of the American people that are obese or overweight. For everyone else that's a high level check practitioner, for example, strength training coach, yoga teacher, hey, 
I got the stories from all the dysfunction of my life, from partying with Tupac Shakur and Donatella Versace all the way through the Amazon and my divorce. There's something in, if you're a human being going through your trials and tribulations and ups and downs, this story will, especially if you're a health coach, these stories in here will propel you and help you to understand what's possible. I am a human being just like everyone else. I've had my own problems. And look, this is not about my body. This is about what's achievable. This is what's achievable for the human, the human being species, right? This isn't about, you know, am I God's gift to, you know, uh, uh, bodybuilding. This is, this is what's attainable for everyone as above, so below. How do we expect the world to be healthy if we're not healthy ourselves? So this gives you poetic license to do all these foundation elements. And maybe people just like to read. It reads like a novel. How did, how did you like some of the stories? I was, you know, so being fully transparent, I pulled it up about 30 minutes before our interview and I was kind of going through and I, I skimmed through a lot of it. And I my plan is to go back and not speed read because it's not very enjoyable and I couldn't get into the stories going through it quickly, but I wanted to have topics for us to discuss. So I need to go back and read the stories where I can relax and, and fully take them in. Yeah, that was my job. Um, we don't need another health and wellness uh, book out there, right? There's thousands of diet books and Paul Check wrote the Bible to how, how to eat, move and be healthy. So we don't need to reinvent the wheel. However, I wanted to offer some form of inspiration. My vision was that I caught the executives making decisions uh, for better or for worse for the planet, whether that's advertising executives, pharmaceutical executives, the people, uh, politicians that are cruising through the airport. I wanted the eye candy of that poster to catch them, to get them. <laughs> so we're not, we're not supposed to read a book by, by the cover, but newsflash, we do. Okay. And so the eye candy, those are the divinity codes. That's again, this isn't about me and Troy Casey and his little physique. This is about what's possible for the God presence that's in all of us. And so, and when I started writing it, I did write the how to in the beginning, but I was like, people don't need that. And I lived such a interesting life as we all did. And I just pulled no punches. I told about all the 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 things that brought me to my knees uh, in this world. And people look at me, they think, oh, I got good genetics and I'm a white guy and I have a, a silver spoon in my mouth. Well, I was incarcerated as a youth and I didn't always eat clean and I was fat as a kid. And so I put all that pain in there to help you guys, uh, to help people understand you know, what's possible and to tell damn good stories it reads like a novel. I wanted it to read like Keith Richards' autobiography, like a moving train. And uh, so I can hold people's attention. And then the medicine is at the end of each chapter. Fantastic. Guys, you can learn more about that at ripped at 50 book uh, 50.com. And uh, if you feel compelled, pick up a copy. What, what I've seen so far is great. And I plan on digging in deeper. Um, Troy, if you got a second, I think it'd be fun to do some kind of rapid fire questions where just kind of quick ping and you, you give the first response that, uh, that comes to the surface. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what, what movie book or podcast changed your life? 
Uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. <laughs> that's what, that's one of Carrie's favorite books. And he also coincidentally, your so, uh, Troy's book cover has him balancing on a, uh, on an exercise ball, standing on an exercise ball in a pair of, uh, American flag speedo, which, uh, <laughs> which, 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 which Carrie has also been known to, uh, to wear more than once. So that's, that's hilarious. Um, and, and that's his, that's his favorite book. So um, I, I want to add to that, that, uh, I reread that book. I read it in 96. It changed my life. And then I didn't start meditating Vipassana meditation until 1999. And then I reread the book and I looked at it and I go, Oh my God, this is going to be remedial. It was actually more powerful as a, uh, uh, as a, a consistent meditator. Um, than then when, when I read it the first time around. I think honest. it's time I, I I pick that up and and read it because I've never read it, but I've I've heard a lot of great things about it, and um, it's it's a number of men's uh, favorite book who, I, who I've talked to. Um, besides your phone and computer, what's one one product? I know you're not a big product guy, but what's one product you can't live without? My bicycle. <laughs> All right. What, what, what do you rock? You got a beach cruiser. You got a BMX. What's, what's your bike like? I got a 1999 Gary Fisher Mount Tam. I grew up in Marin County where mountain biking started. So I bought that on Craigslist and I like that. Um, but it needs 29 inch rims. It's got 26 inch rims, but what I cruise, my daily cruiser is a hybrided, uh, Schwinn that's uh shit brown with a baby seat on the back of it and nobody wants to steal it so i don't actually want to change any of that because in venice beach they steal everything yep yep that's that's a good call um what does troy casey do to unwind and relax barefoot walk nice what one biohack lifestyle shift or habit has had the biggest impact on your quality of life breath work is that Wim Hof style breath work? Or you mentioned a few other types. What's, what's your favorite go-to type of breathing? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys where, uh, you know, I'm an implementer and, uh, and I try not to get out of my head. Uh, I try to get out of my head because I can get into my head. So I like to say, I don't care if you call it Wim Hof, pranayama, yoga, or shit on a stick. Let's just breathe, motherfuckers. <laughs> nice. Um, do you take any supplements? Uh, you know, let's define supplements. And so uh, vitamin and uh, mineral isolates. No synthetic vitamin and mineral isolates. No whole food, superfood, dried herbs. Yes. And the only, uh, synthetic one that I take is made out of, uh, uh, non, vegetables uh and it's uh the super amino 23 on the product line that i partnered with i partnered with david sandoval's purium company he's an organic wheatgrass and spirulina company for 27 years and so i market those products and we've got a nutritional program and a cleanse and i've helped tens of thousands of people with that so yeah i take uh, herbs superfoods and uh those amino acids those amino acids are the only synthetic thing that i take and where, where can people check out some of those products and herbs and, uh, that you mentioned? If you go to the description box in any of my YouTube uh, videos or uh, the link in my bio, 
uh, will take you to my website and there is uh, links to my nutrition program there. Nice. Last two questions. Um, what's your theme song? This, the theme song is the, uh, um, the Icaros or the, uh, the shaman songs that uh, I recorded in 2007 uh, for a documentary I was making. And then uh, Simon Rex put them in with old school hip hop beats. And it's the jingle on my new videos on my YouTube channel. So tune in and let me tell, tell me if you guys like it. Cause I love it. Awesome. Awesome. I'll check those out. Um, last one. I'm trying to think here. Favorite food. Sunlight. It's a good one. That's a good one. I haven't got that before. I mean, if you boost your antioxidants enough and you acclimate your skin enough, you can get, I mean, what does it do to your muscles to get out there and get some real serious sun, not, not burn your skin or anything like that, but it feeds you. And so that, you know, oxygen and sunlight are the first forms of, of nutrition in my humble opinion. Yeah, it really does. And you find that when, you know, when you're in a situation where you're getting a ton of natural sunlight, your need for actual food dramatically decreases. I, I, I experienced that last summer in, uh, in Mykonos, uh, Mykonos, Greece. I barely eat all day and then I'd have like a, a light dinner and I felt fantastic better than, better than if I was, if I was stuffing my face three times a day. Um, uh, Troy, this has been awesome, man. I, 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 uh, appreciate you taking the time to share your wisdom with, uh, with all of us. Uh, guys, if you want more of Troy's wisdom, go to R I P P E D A T five zero B O O K.com ripped at 50 book.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really, really appreciate you. It's been fun. I appreciate you, Anthony, and all the work that you're doing. It's making a huge difference in the world. What's up, guys? Anthony here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. One of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like with the body you've always wanted and all-day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that may be holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this with now thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebrities, and entrepreneurs is that there's always room for improvement and optimization. Whether you're already performing at a high level or you have that feeling inside your heart that you're capable of more, the single fastest way to unlock your potential is to upgrade your mind and your body. And there's no program on earth that does that faster or to a greater magnitude than our one-on-one -on -one consulting program at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We start with our proprietary health assessment that screens you for vitamin deficiencies like A, D, magnesium, iron, etc., high cholesterol and heart disease, high blood pressure, digestive disorders, hidden infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, parasites, SIBO, Candida, and more that can just drain your energy in the background, especially if you don't know about them. Anxiety, depression, and cognitive disorders, autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, mold toxicity, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and other genetic risk factors like 
MTHFR, APOE status, your glutathione production, and many more. We even recommend the specific tests that I use with my one-on-one clients if they're relevant for you in figuring out your biological age and identifying those key areas and opportunities that can take your life to the next level. From there, we create a customized game plan along with a personalized supplement protocol to help you optimize your weight and energy at the cellular level. And for our platinum clients, we even include a personalized workshop with me in Delray Beach, Florida. Most of the year, this program's full with a waiting list, but we just had a couple spots open up and I wanted to offer them to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So if you're interested in seeing what it might look like for us to work together, head over to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G and fill out the short application form. If you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 